When you look into Discover Student Loans, what you see might surprise you. We can help cover your college costs, don't charge you fees, and give you cash rewards for good grades. Ready to apply? Visit discoverstudentloans.com. Limitations apply. If you're into designer furniture and you want the sofa that broke the internet, you don't have to go broke to get it. Because Designer Looks Furniture has all the same styles and trends and all the quality, but without the designer prices. Check them out. Designer Looks at Value City Furniture or designerlooks.com. If you've ever been a renter, you know it's stressful to find a place with everything you love and nothing you don't. But did you know Zillow does rentals? It makes the search so easy. They have filters for pretty much everything, so you can find that place that's in your budget, but also isn't a shoebox. Or a place that's close to your parents, but far enough they have to call first. Plus, it's easy to apply, request tours, and pay rent in the app. Head to ZillowRentals.com and find your sweet spot. From coast to coast and around the world, you're going online with Bill Alexander. Online with Bill Alexander is a guest-driven program where the topics are diverse and entertaining. Laugh and learn while you listen to one of the best hours of online radio around. Online with Bill Alexander. Hi, everyone. Yours truly, William Eric Alexander. All my friends call me Bill and welcome to Online with Bill Alexander here on WMCK.FM and also on iTalknet. Com. Hope everything's going fine for you on this uh, morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on what time you're listening to us. Or if you're listening to the live stream right now, thank you very much for joining us. And on the program tonight, we have a psychic, which will be the third psychic we've had on this program in the last eight months. We start off everything with um, John Edward, then we had Brad Johnson, and tonight we have David Champion, who will be joining us this evening. As uh, we talk about David's website, davidchampion.com, his psychic readings and stuff like that. But without me babbling any further, let's go to the phone line and say, hi, David, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you, Bill. And I appreciate uh, you inviting me. Thank you. I'm glad you could join us this evening. So give us a little bit of background of you, you being a psychic, how you got started, why you do it, and uh, just give us a little bit of better understanding about you. Okay. Um, the last thing in the, in the world that I ever expected was that I would be a psychic. Never. I uh, was a college professor briefly, and then I became a motivational speaker. And in, in, at the same time, I simultaneous, simultaneous, simultaneously, I was a broadcaster and um, never thought I'd be a a, a psychic but one day the energy opened up and i understood things that i i i can't even imagine i can't even describe it that stayed with me for one week okay uh psychic told me how to dismiss it i dismissed it and it came back about 15 years later and stayed so the first time it happened did you think it was kind of odd Odd is not the word. I was like, what, you know, it, it, what, what, what is happening to me? I was in a line uh, going to a small uh, grocery store. I suddenly was aware of the bodily functions, the feelings the of the three people in front of me and the two people in back of me. And I, I didn't know whether I, I thought, oh, you know, what's happening to me? 
Okay. I mean, I was I was so freaked out, I can't even describe it. So are you able to turn it on and off, or is it just something that stays with you all the time? It's with me all the time, but I now, after almost 30 years, I, I'm a, a, a medium, which means I can communicate, as you know, with spirit. I, um, I'm an empath, meaning I can feel other people's energies. Okay. And I'm a psychic. I can understand and interpret energies. So, and, and, so when you yeah. do your readings, how do you do them? Because I noticed that on your website at davidchampion.com that you do phone readings. Yes. And are I you do able phone to... readings and, and, and I do, uh, if I were to meet you in person, I would take a ring, a watch, a key, and I would feel it. Okay. And that energy, uh, it's called psychometry. It's absolutely, oh my God, it's, it's just wonderful. It's just wonderful. Um, but over the phone, I just feel the energy. Okay. And I, and I can interpret it, the energy. It's, you know, taking me a while, but I, you know, it's just fascinating. What it gives you is a dimension beyond education. We're all stuck in our head and our, our, our way of understanding things. And when you see it from another perspective, it's just fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. And it's, it's humbling, I, I should say. It's very, I don't have the answers. What it is, is I'm just humbled to be able to see all this and to be of great service to people. So out of 100, how accurate do you think you are? I think I'm about 85%. Okay. Um, have now, you... some, some, some calls... I'm probably a hundred. Okay. But some calls, I'm probably sixty. It really depends because if people are fighting me and resisting, it's hard to get in. Which would make and sense. People can, and people can resist. Right. Because um, one thing, I'll be honest with you, I'm 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 a skeptic when it comes to this. However, I've had sure. re readings done in the past that I didn't even know were being done. And when things were brought up to me, I'm going, hey, wait a minute, that that sounds familiar. And then I realized what was happening. But do you think everybody has this ability? It's just that you are you have it honed into a point where you're able to do it and you're able to do it accurately for most of the time. Um, everybody has feelings and hunches and red flags, okay. and, but I think most people go, ah, it, you know, it can't be that way. Nah, I don't think, you know, Joe is like that or whatever it is. Okay. And they miss it. They miss it. Has, That's the universe saying, pay attention. Has there ever been a reading or an individual that you've, I mean, let me back up on this question, that you've seen someone in public and you felt you felt this strong energy that something was going to happen to them or something was going to involve them? Did you feel the need to actually tell them about this or did you just go about your business? Well, both. Okay. <laughs> um, I, when I, I have one wife, and we've been married for almost uh, almost fifty years. And, I was going to say um, it's it's probably better just to have one, because uh, <laughs> when you have more of them, it just drives everything crazy. Um, 
I, I, I was at a speaker's presentation, and, and the people around the table were, I was coming to it. I didn't hear the whole thing. The first one, the guy said, I have three. I, I've had three, and two, and three, and one, and four, and no, no, not one. And then they asked me, and I said, oh, I only have one. And everyone started laughing. And from that point on, it's David has one wife, <laughs> two sons, and a 50-pound overgrown puppy. And, I, and Bill, I always got the laugh. <laughs> always got the laugh. One wife. So um, we were in the mall one time, and I uh, saw somebody, and I could just feel their energy. And it really was a very dark energy, a really... There is a darkness in some people, a real, they may not even be aware of it. Mm -hmm. And there really was a darkness. Um, but at the same time, I, I asked my wife, I, I, I pointed out a woman who was um, at the end of the mall. And I said, I would really like to run up to that woman and hug her. And my wife said, please don't do that. <laughs> I said, but if I did, I'm sure she's such a wonderful, loving person that she would be all right with it. Uh -huh. I didn't. I didn't, but I, I could just feel her energy. Okay. We all give off energy. It's our signatures. Now. It's our energy. Yes. Now, doing this all these years, you mentioned I have two sons and your one wife. Have you ever, I mean, does it drive them crazy that you're able to do readings on them without them realizing it? Oh, no. The thing is, my wife said, you will not read me. Okay. Period. <laughs> it would Otherwise, make... you, I would, yeah, so I've agreed not to read her. Period. Okay. You know, I, I don't, you know, uh, and my sons are very psychic, too. Uh, oh, really? Son, uh, my younger son is especially psychic. So everybody in the family is psychic to some degree, uh -huh. and so this is no this is no big surprise that I'm psychic. Uh, my wife's mother was very psychic, and uh, my wife's uh, great aunt was psychic. Uh, my family, not so much. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, when I first met my wife's mother, it was very. Um, she was just very uh, supportive of me. I, I had had earlier uh, childhood experiences with little psychic things here and there, and then it then it went away. Then it went away way before I ever really and you know broke into it. Really understood it. I had some psychic experiences. They were kind of interesting. Uh, my wife's mother was very kind to me and. You know, she explained some of her own things. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, you know, I thought that was that, you know, it's sort of like going to see a, a museum. That was interesting, but that was the end of the event. You know, when you leave, you don't take it with you. And I had no idea that years and years later, I would be doing this full time. So when you were a college professor, did like you said it it went away for a period of time and then it came back when did it come back was it when you were teaching when it was you were the motivational speaker no, or when yes when when i was i was a motivational speaker and i was at a uh, a venue for a large company and uh, we broke for lunch and there were eight people at the table and i was one of the people and um 
for some reason, everybody started talking about psychics. And the person said, would you, would you know a psychic? Well, she wasn't necessarily talking to me. She said, would you know a psychic if you saw one? And everybody said, gee, you know, and uh, they kept, they would not, you know, drop the subject. They would not switch the subject. And finally, I said, I'm psychic. And it was pandemonium at my table. Okay. And um, so it was, it was pandemonium. And a client that I worked with for, Four years wonderfully um, wrote me a wonderful letter. They said, we love you, we love you. Uh, don't call us and we'll never call you. Have a nice life. <laughs> so, and that was, everything was going fine until that that lunch. Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. do, do you think, what, so how long ago was that when you uh, told this group of people that you were a psychic? 93. So from that period of time to today, do you think it's more acceptive, accepting to say you, you know a psychic, go to a psychic, have psychic readings than it was in 93? Uh, in, in some in some ways, yes. Okay. Uh, in some ways, yes. I mean, it depends on the community you're in. Uh, the community I'm in, uh, it's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. People want to know who are you, where do you go to church, uh, right. are you one of us? There's a lot of, I hate to say it, there's a lot of fear. And, well, I can um, understand why, yeah. So what is amazing to me is people would give me the opportunity to deal with their, their I deal with a lot of ro- romance, a r- relationship, mm-hmm. uh, argu- arguments, situations at work. Why would someone who doesn't know my background or education or anything trust me? Um, I mean, they just randomly call me up and, you know, there it is. Um, I tell people, you know, if you don't trust someone, why are you in a relationship? You know, if you can't say, I trust this person, because for a woman, it's a big trust. It's financial, it's emotional, it's intimate, it's it's reputation, it's everything. Men, somewhat, but women, you know, men don't bear babies. Right. <laughs> so, at least, you know. Not uh, yet. So it's, it's, a, it's not yet, but it's, it's a big thing. It's, it's a big thing. So if you can't trust someone, and many times people say, well, I trust him with money, but I don't trust him with this. And I trust him with that. I should know. It's either yes or no. He may be clumsy and he may be this and he may break things. And he, But that's not the same as trust. Okay. Now, I'm looking at your website right here. And it says that um, a lot of this came back to you after working a night shift at a funeral home. <laughs> Yes, that's that's correct. Now, if if your psychic sensitivity was turned up, that must have been a very interesting place to work. Um, Well, I could only work there because I wasn't afraid of spirits. Okay. 
I wasn't afraid of spirit. I've always been very open-minded, and I actually that was the name of my radio show. I had I have had several, and uh-huh. one of them was called Open Mind. And um, I, you know, I felt that that the the uh, uh, funeral home probably had lots and lots and lots of spirits. Uh, but they never bothered me. Uh, I slept overnight there, and in the morning, uh, when the new when the crew came on, I came in in the afternoon, and I left early the next morning. And uh, they locked me in at night. <laughs> I, I probably one of the other only other people that know the feeling of sleeping at funeral. I'm a good friend of mine in college. His father, and actually, he's a funeral director right now. And I stayed over one night, um, and that was a very interesting experience when you realize that they just brought in a body that passed away earlier that evening, and you were three, three floors above that body in the basement. But, yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from on that. So. But the, the interesting thing is, now that you mention it, we're afraid of life. Mm-hmm. We're afraid of death. We're afraid of sex. We're afraid of relationships. We're afraid. And you really see that in the way we talk to children about death. I, you're right. I, I, it's one of those things that we are because we're very timid, timid whenever you explain that to somebody what it is. Um, so yeah. what, whenever you, you started doing this, when you do a reading for an average person, say in person, how does the reading start? Um. I, if, if it's um, right in, in person, I take a ring, a watch, a key, and I feel the object, and I just start flowing, getting the energy going. Okay. And I say, so you were, you worked this, or you, you know, and they say yes, and I say okay, uh, and I do a couple of simple questions to make sure I'm in the, in the right, <clears throat> excuse me, the right energy cord, and then I just. And I just go. I think of energy cords or energy as a highway, and it's really easy to get on the wrong highway and tell someone the wrong thing. I try to make sure I'm on the right, uh, the right highway, if you will, to make sure that I'm I'm helping and not hurting. Okay. Now, when you do this, because in the past when I talked to John Edward about this, um, are are you making I mean, I can't. I don't know how you could, but are you making the guarantee that you will be able to read them, or do you no. just say it's it's a no. hit or miss? We don't know what's going to happen. It all depends on the, the situation. It all depends on what's going on around you, so on and so forth. No, I I would like to guarantee it. Okay, um, but I do, I I don't. But if someone wants their money back, I would get I would give it. Okay, but. Uh, that that has never really happened uh, because what happens is they relax because they can they can sense that I'm honest and have integrity. Okay, and so they relax and I'm able to read them. Now, have you? Uh, I mean, do you do a lot of talking with spirits, or are you just reading their energy uh, and and giving them a feeling of comfortable? No, being comfortable? I, I can I. Well, uh, being a medium uh, initially was really hard for me, really, really hard. But uh, then I relaxed over the last 30 years, and I can do it fairly easily. Okay. 
Um, whenever so it's, it's an it's an integrated experience. When people come to you, what are they looking for? One word. They're looking for clarity, and sometimes they don't even know what they're looking for. Um, I've had a lot of people, you know, say, "Why can't I have a relationship?" Okay. Is there anyone out there, for example, who who would fall in love with me? Men and women ask that, and I mm-hmm. say, "Well, uh, you've had, you know, you've had several people approach you, but you're angry, you're bitter, you're depressed, you're overweight, you're, you know, unhappy, and you don't, you're not kind." And they're like, ah! "But they don't deny it." I okay. say, "People all around you." Everything that happens to you is a test, and you have to be kind to people. You have to really be kind to people because you're, you're not going to have a romance if, you know, someone walks up and says, excuse me, do you know where the directions?" And you say, directions? You know, do I look like a cop? I mean, hello. That, that relationship will never start. Right. So, you know, in the, in the movies... Uh, or like the Hallmark movies or something, uh, somebody spills coffee, they snap at each other, and they end up married at the end of the movie. <laughs> but in real life, um, you have to be aware of the things that are happening around you and the way people look at you. And you have to look at people in the eyes, and you have to treat them with respect. Okay. Um, when you do a phone reading, what's how do you handle that? Because that has to be much more difficult because all you're doing on the other end of the phone line is you're hearing a voice and, and maybe a mood or an attitude. How are you able to do a reading via the telephone? Um, that's that's actually a good question. I just listen uh, and feel the energy and I'm able to interpret it. Uh, it it's not an intellectual thing it's not an educational thing it's allowing what i feel to to trust what i feel and initially bill that was unbelievably hard okay um because uh, you know you want to you want to say this or that but it ne- doesn't necessarily be isn't necessarily that what is what it is necessarily is whatever is happening to that person. And people have so many things happening at one time. I mean, they're, they're bombarded with a, hundreds of things all at the same time. Um, and so people call people like me because they have to sort out what is what is happening to me. Okay. Because listening to you talk, it's it, and, and because of the psychic ability, it also sounds like in some way that you're a, a therapist or a um, a life coach or something because you're able to harness that energy and possibly point these people in the right direction. Well, I I have been accused of being a therapist. Yes, <laughs> you've been accused and a life coach. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. I mean, I that's that's part of what I do. And I, I see it as uh, when, when I was on the air, I, uh, I dealt with a lot of uh, resources in the community. Okay. And uh, so I, I learned very well all of the resources that 
this community has, and I generalize that to other communities. And so um, it's not enough to know that someone is in a domestic abuse situation. The next question is, now what do I do? Right. So when, whenever um, whenever you, you meet with these people, do they keep coming back for more answers, or is it one and done? Uh, sometimes it's one and done. Um, many times I'm, I've, you know, I have many people from around the world who call me and, um, um, from as far away as Singapore to Norway to, um, uh, 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 I forget what city in Argentina to, uh, all across the United States, especially California as might be especially Orange County, California. I wonder why. And um, I, I don't know. <laughs> that, um, that's odd if you can I, pick I out a, one county in California. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, and uh, I get a lot of Canadians in the Toronto area. Okay. Um, I mean, all across the United States and, and all across Europe, but especially the United Kingdom. And... Um, um, then I have, I've had people in the United Arab Emirates. I've had uh, people from Jordan and Israel. I mean, it's really, you know, uh, I've, I've been really surprised where some of these people are calling me from. So on a, any given day, how many readings do you do? Every day is different. Okay. Every day. And that's, that's what I love about it because it's not, you know, three divorces or three relationships or three affairs or this or that mm -hmm. it's i've got a problem with a boss how do i deal with a boss he's driving me crazy <laughs> and i you know i uh, i do the, the two things that you just identified the first i um talk about what the real the, the psychicness of it is and uh -huh. then I, I i go into the human resources or the conflict resolution situation, which I also know conflict resolution. Okay. And some of these courses are really helpful in this situation. It's really helpful. But the people are looking for clarity. And when they get it, it's like, ah, I get it. I get it. But when someone's calling me and asking for, you know, should I stay with Joe or whatever it is, just by them calling me, they have a me, that means that they, they don't have a good relationship. Right. Because if they have a good relationship, why would they trust a total stranger? A total stranger. And that's a good point, too, because as soon as they reach out to you, you know that they have second thoughts about the situation. Yes. I asked them one question, and the one question is, do you trust them? That's a big question. That's a big question. So whatever you do that, I mean, I can't imagine in 93, whenever this started again for you, that you didn't have many clients, but because of the internet, because of your website, I'm sure that this has just taken off in the last few years, or at least maybe the last 20 years, that people are calling you 
and asking you these types of questions. So do you see the internet being a big part of what you're doing now? Um, well, it was dramatically different. Um, it, the internet was just starting when I um, started doing the second oldest profession ever. Uh huh. You know what? The, you know. What I know what the first one is. one is. Okay. Well, this is the second oldest profession <laughs> combined combined with the newest thing that was right. the internet. I thought it was absolutely amazing. Uh huh. Because I, I can imagine that opening up the world, not only to you, but also for these people that are looking for someone that give can give them that that clarity that you, you keep saying that um, you've been able to give them, which I think is kind of awesome that you're able to do something like this. What satisfaction do you get out of doing some, doing your psychic readings for individuals? Well, there's a moment in which they, they say, I get it or something like that. Okay. Such energy and enthusiasm. Oh, now I get it. Now I get it. Okay, I get it. And they get it. And so it's not an intellectual thing. It's, you know, and I tell them, whatever they feel about me or the reading or somebody else is correct. Okay. I'm trying to correct a, a concept and the concept is we have to overanalyze everything. No, we have to trust ourselves. We have to trust ourselves. That's very interesting. Dave, we're going to take a brief break here, and I'm going to ask you, I can open up the phone lines if you're willing to take some phone calls. Sure. Okay. So we will open up the phone lines here, and we'll take a brief message, the uh, a brief break for a brief message. The phone number for the program is 724-505-1955 if you want to call in and ask David a question. Again, that's 724-505-1955, and uh, you can be part of the program and uh, talk to Dave Champion. Again, we're talking to Dave Champion, Champion a psychic um, from the website DaveChampion.com. But we're going to step away for a brief moment and come back to more with David and hopefully your phone calls too here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. Buckle up for safety. Buckle up. Buckle up for safety. Always buckle up. Pull your seatbelt snug. Give an extra tug. Buckle up for safety. Buckle up. Buckle up for safety. Buckle up. The National Safety Council says, if you don't have seatbelts, get them. If you do have seatbelts, use them. Rumkey is hiring CDL drivers age 19 and up, and drivers are paid based on experience. Rumkey CDL drivers earn $1,000 to $1,300 per week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in their first year. Rumkey drivers are home daily, work in a recession-resistant industry, receive great benefits and performance incentives. Start a lucrative career and apply now at RumkeyCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. If you've been a renter, you know it's stressful to find the perfect place. But Zillow Rentals make it easy. They have filters for pretty much everything. So you can find a rental that's big enough for entertaining your friends, but small enough they won't crash all weekend. Find your sweet spot on ZillowRentals.com. Hey. 
What's up? Thinking about you. XOXOXO. Want to snuggle? Dot, dot, dot. JK. Hit me back. You getting these texts? Question mark. We should hang later. I miss you. Holla at your boy. Holla back. Holla back. Holla back. Are you at home? Where are you? What are you doing? OMG. You are making me mad. Are you with your ex? You better text me back. I'm waiting outside your house. Relentless, aggressive texting is like sending an angry robot to deliver your message. When does the robot become dangerous? Let us know at thatsnotcool.com. That's not cool. <laughs> Welcome back to Online with Bill Alexander. Here with yours truly, Bill Alexander, here on WMCK.FM, McKeesport, Pennsylvania, and also streaming live at italk. Net.com. Hopefully uh, you're enjoying the program so far tonight. The phone number for the phone lines are 724-505-1955. Again, that's 724-505-1955. As, uh, and of course, that's only for the live stream. If you're listening to this any other day than Monday at 10 p.m., um, you're not going to get a hold of anybody except my voicemail, just to let you know. Uh, <laughs> so it's it, we're recording tonight on Monday. It is the uh, 9th of March, 2020, and it's at uh, 10.34 p.m. right now. So that number is 724-505-1955. I am so not used to having to clarify that because I keep forgetting that people can download this at any given time, and it may not be the time we're actually talking. So, David, so... If you would do a reading um, for somebody that was really out of sorts and you were see, you were hearing they were having issues with certain things, how would you be able to get them back on track to calm them down and give them information that they could actually use? Well, I don't know whether uh, out of sorts means they're depressed. That could be. Or, or they have hemorrhoids that could be too or they are you know they're angry at their boss or they're you know so uh the out of sorts is a little bit confusing but one of the things i start with is by feeling where they are okay and so one of the things i would tell you is so many people go through a traumatic experience and what is the traumatic experience School. School. Which makes sense. And it's not, you know, um, we allow, you know, whatever experience kids come out of, they graduate. Uh, some in, in like, they, you, they go to day programs and, and then they go to, uh, let's see, uh, like uh, elementary school and then uh, whatever, whatever, and they graduate. There's a secondary experience, and that's bullying, separation, uh, feeling like an outsider, uh, feeling different. And schools need, and our society needs, to address this. So there's actually two different things. And people come away with a lot of very negative experiences that no one is, is addressing. So when I look at them, I say, you know, you've got issues, you've, you've got father issues. You've got issues of toxic masculinity. You've got issues of 
um, uh, you've got an anger depression thing going. Um, you're always right. Um, you know, and that's just for a start. And, um, then, then, then they can tell that, you know, I may not be perfect, but yeah, I'm getting a couple of things. And then they ask me a question and I'm in. Now, once I'm in, I can really work. Okay. But what, what also happens is everyone wants Bill to be understood. And so that's why people call me, uh, because they want to be understood and maybe their wives or their husbands or their girlfriends, boyfriends, boss don't understand them, but mm-hmm. they know they can call me and they can, I'll understand because I can read them accurately most of the time. Of and the, that's yes. Of the people that call you back, do they always call you back for a second reading or are they just calling you back for an understanding voice or both? Well, I've been, I've been accused of that too. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I've got the, the radio voice going. People think I'm in my forties. I'm not. And, uh, but that's when I was involved in radio and, and my voice changed as you, as of course yours does. Right. Has, um, and so, you know, it's a it's a different voice. Um, and so we want people who are open. We want people to acknowledge us. And maybe the people in our lives uh, don't acknowledge us. And one of the things I also tell people, whether they're going for a goal or a job or whatever it is, don't talk to your girlfriend, boyfriend, friends, they are not going to support that goal. And don't be what I call high revealers. Don't tell everybody all your stuff, all your personal stuff, because it just, it's not good for you. Okay. Because as soon as you expose yourself, then other people can take advantage of you then, right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So when, whenever you give a reading to somebody and you start asking questions, um, are a lot, I mean, because I, like I said in the beginning of the interview, I'm skeptic about this. How much of this reading is actually you listening to someone and what they're saying and repeating back? Uh, very, actually very little. Because, really? Uh, yeah, very little. I mean, if you want to, you know, open the lines up, um, you'll see. Um, and the lines are open right now. The phone number is 724-505-1955. Again, that's 724-505-1955. I'm just wondering how many people out there um, are actually would be like me at first that would be a little bit nervous about this because. Well, I I think I think most it, most people are. When I went to my first psychic, um, I had a notebook under my hand. I was, in one hand, I had a suitcase in the other. And it was tea leaf reading, and the woman <laughs> flipped, had me drink the tea, the tea leaf, me uh, drink the tea, flip the thing over, and she said in a in a in a very mysterious voice, "You're going on a journey." I said, That's 
that's right. <laughs> I, she said, and you're a writer. I said, oh, that's, that's amazing. How did you do that? She said, I have the gift. <laughs> wow. And I walked down the 40 steps, and as I walked toward the bus station, I thought, wait a minute now, I've got a notebook in my, <laughs> in my one hand, and I've got a suitcase in the other. How hard is this? Mm-hmm. That's Because uh, I always wonder about that, because I know that in TV and movies, we always see the... We always see the uh, the negative of of uh, stereotype of what a psychic is, of someone that's there sitting there, like you said, reading tea leaves or reading tarot cards or whatever it is. Yeah, I don't, I don't read I don't read tarot cards. I had uh, a, a friend of mine was a psychic and and, and a uh, and a medium, and he used a crystal ball, and I said, wow. I've, you, you you can see it like a television? He said, oh, not like a television. I said, well, what do you see? He said, nothing. I said, nothing? He said, it's just something to focus on, that's all. He said, but people think that I can see Whatever's... their whole future. Hey, I've seen, I've seen The Wizard of Oz, and I saw the witch with her crystal exactly. ball. And I saw Dorothy, exactly. yeah. So, um, so do you feel that the media and literature has given us the, the so-called psychic a bad name? Um, well, it's complicated because we come from Puritan stock, right? Uh, which is a, is a fear based, uh, understanding. We are all psychic. Uh, we, we are connected to everything, but uh, and that's what energy is when you're connecting with this. Uh, I've been asked to read animals, dogs and cats. How do you do and that? I, I shock, and I shockingly was able to do it. I, I couldn't believe it. I kept saying, no, I, I can't do this. I can't do this. Well, please try. And in a couple of cases, I actually cured uh, what, the, what was wrong with the, with the two dogs. I mean, I, you know, I don't know that I could do it again. And I'm not saying, you know, this is not something I do, but the people really, you know, pressed on me. Can you do this? My dog is sick. I said, well, you know, you did take him to a vet, not me. Right. Um, mostly, Bill, what I do is deal with relationships. Deal with relationships. Have you had the individual that has come to you and, and, and maybe there was a relationship that has gone bad of a loved one that's passed away or a friend that's passed away, do you help yes. that person resolve that situation or at least try to resolve it? Yes. And many times uh, when, when it's like a father or something or, you know, either, either way, especially I've de- dealt with a lot of suicides. Uh, and um, the first thing that they say is, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. I never realized how many people love me. I'm really sorry. Okay. Um, when there's when people, um, it, it's it's the if people. Uh, I've had a, a several uh, uh, methamphetamine or whatever that is, meth uh, deaths, and they they basically didn't think they're going to die. 
they didn't know they weren't thinking you know okay. so they they overdosed and guess where they ended up and people need an explanation mediumship is a wonderful uh tool we could all do it we could all do it we could all be psychics we could all um be much more loving much more much kinder if we were um uh, understanding this energy and more than that you have to understand there is no um everybody i've read everybody 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 okay. of all religions everybody and uh all sexual orientations all ages all races all and people want the same thing. They want to be loved and they want to be accepted. So when you Period. do when you do your 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 readings, and because what I'm hearing from you, because like I said, I talk to other people who do individual one on one, do it via telephone, but they also do groups. Do you do it in groups also? I've done I've done uh, I've spoken before like four or five hundred people, and okay. I pull out people. You know, I did a college group that way. So uh, generally, generally speaking, I don't, though. Um, I would like to do more groups, but uh, or, or crowds. Uh, but um, it's it, it's very energizing for me. Uh, it's very, very exciting because, you know, when they awaken, that everything will be different. So that they choose. To, to be victims because they don't know they have a choice. When when you do the groups that you've done, is it more difficult to read a large room like that, or is it easier because you're able to pick and you're able to to pinpoint whatever the the, the feeling uh, what, is that you're getting? What, what I what I did was I didn't you know go oh the girl in the green sweater or the guy in the you know the the jacket. No, I had them call out questions and I okay. just uh, answered the questions. Because I I know a young lady, actually she's not a young lady, but um, we've worked together in the past who went to a, a reading years ago and she was with a group of people and the psychic was on the stage and the psychic was basically going through her life in chronological order and when he said does anybody here fit that description? Before she got her hand up, someone raised their hand and said, no, you're talking about me. And she sat right back down again, even though she felt that he was actually talking to her because some of the things he said were not vague, were not general. They were pinpoint accurate. And yeah, no, I don't do any any general stuff. Okay. It's always about a specific situation. Um they, they, um, there's a term for that. I, I knew somebody who did this and I can't think of it in, in a large auditorium. He did this and I can't think it's not called mediumship. It's not called, oh, I can't think, I, I can't think of the name. It's embarrassing, but I can't think of it, the name of it. Now you, so. you made the comment that everybody has these abilities. Yes. How can you yes. say that? How can you say that? Because everybody has mother's intuition, gut okay. feelings, whatever it is. Uh, 
you know, when I talk to uh, women or men who something goes wrong in a relationship, I said, when, when you first met them, did you feel everything was just, you know, everything? Well, no, there was this and that, but I, you know, I'm, I'm going to give them a break, cut them okay. a break. So you're you're saying that that gut feeling you have or that intuition you have is basically a, a somewhat of a psychic ability then. It is a psychic ability if you will pay attention to it. Yes. This is the universe saying, you know, everybody wants to go to this guy's apartment to have a par- have a party or uh-huh. whatever it is and you don't feel right about it. Right. Don't go. Right. Okay. Period. It's like driving that way home from work and you decide not to take the normal way and you take the long way because you have a feeling something might happen. I got you. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Now, another thing is you made a comment about spirits earlier, too, because I know the home I live in. um, The former tenant passed away in the home. She was in her 90s. And to this day, I still feel that there's her present in this house. Because I see flashes occasionally, not as much as I used to when we moved in. We've lived here 20 years now. And because of that, if I was more aware of it, then that would be considered a psychic ability? Well, yes, it would be mediumship, but yeah. Oh, medium, okay. Um, Yes, psychic is when you know something about something, a person or an event or whatever, and you can relate that. Okay. Mediumship is spirit. Oh, we lived in an apartment. I mean, in a house, and we'd be fast asleep, and we hear the front doorbell ring. So we would jump up, turn the lights on, run to the front door, and then we'd stand there laughing because the front doorbell there was no front doorbell. <laughs> they had, they had pulled it out. Right. And so, you know, you know, and that happened over and over and over and over again was was you know was it annoying not really we knew the spirit wasn't going to hurt us or, right you know it was just you know they had nothing to do that friday night or whatever it was and hey let's let, let's have a little fun do you think um this may be way off subject but do you think animals have that ability also Absolutely. Because I have a dog that will stand and just bark and there's nothing around them. And I had a friend. Yeah, go ahead. And I was always wondering if they see something or feel something because they're more in tune to their environment than we are. Yes. Yes. Uh, I had a friend who had a, a, a pottery shop and she said, Hundreds of dogs and, and people, they walk their dogs right in front of the shop. But every so often, this guy walks by on the other side of the street, and her dog would go absolutely crazy. And it was always the same guy. Okay. She, she said, there's, there's something wrong with this guy. There's something wrong with this guy. Now, animals absolutely go crazy over me. They love me. They knock me down. Uh-huh. They jump on me. They dance, have the dance of joy with me. They, you know, and it's, and it's energy. Inter- animals can tell. That is that is really interesting because I've had animals in the past, and I have one right now. 
that will just stand and bark and you can't figure out why you can stop it and then it goes right back to that same position and it just keeps on barking so i'm wondering if it is the owner of the home and it's standing there and it sees it or feels it or whatever it may be it prior could, to it us could be. children and animals see things and um you know, it, it could be spirit or it could be a live person or it could be a threat of some sort okay. that, you know, I can't I, I can't assess this at this moment. Oh, of course. Because I don't know what it is. But um, my younger son came one day to told, tell, to told, tell us that he has invisible friends. And we said, oh, OK, you know, say hi. And that was the end of that. Uh, a lot of parents get really freaked out and, you know, you have to meet people where they are. You have to accept people where they are. This is about giving people unconditional love. Right. And this is about in relationships, not drawing a hard line and saying, well, I love you, but you can't do this and you mm -hmm. can't say that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to I'm going to own you. That's not love. That's right. not love. And I would say a very high percentage of people do not understand what love is. I have come to really, really look at love, first and foremost, is respect. It's respect. Respecting somebody's will, their, under, their, their opinion, uh -huh. and, and who they are. Well, David, I appreciate you taking time tonight to talk to us about your website, davidchampion.com. Before I let you leave, is there anything else you want to tell my audience? Well, I'd be happy to uh, answer questions live. I, uh, I mean, you know, but I, I guess we're out of time. So. Unfortunately, yes. Uh, um, I've enjoyed this. I, I deeply appreciate the opportunity. And if people want to give me a call, it's uh, davidchampion.com. There's a number there, and they can call it. Well, David, thank you very much for taking time this evening, and uh, hopefully we'll have the opportunity to talk to you real soon. I'd like that. Have thank a, you very much for the opportunity, Bill. You're, you're very welcome, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks again, David. David Champion of davidchampion.com. And uh, before we uh, wrap everything up, we're going to step away for a brief moment and then come uh, back with the final thoughts of tonight's program. Here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. You know that the ice cream scoop can make a child smile and that by slowing us down, the traffic light can keep us going. You know that the lawnmower makes life easier, that the blood bank makes life possible. But did you know all these ideas came from the minds of African Americans? Support the United Negro College Fund, because a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Visit uncf.org or call 1-800-332-UNCF. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. ¿Sabes una cosa, papá? Nunca olvidaré ese día. El miedo en mi garganta, la tensión en mis manos y la emoción que sentía. 
hasta que me caí de esa bici. Lo que más recuerdo es cuando me abrazaste y el dolor se me quitó. Gracias, papá. Nunca se sabe cuáles recuerdos son para siempre. Toma el tiempo y hoy sé un buen papá. Para información marca el 1877-432-3411 o visítanos en www.fatherhood.com. Mensaje del Departamento de Salud y Servicios Humanos de los Estados Unidos y el Ad Council. Online with Bill Alexander, yours truly, Bill Alexander here, as you're listening to us on WMCK.FM and also at italknet.com as we streamed live. Hopefully you enjoyed the program this evening. In the future, the phone lines will be open. Write this phone number down at 724-505-1955. Again, that's 724-505-1955. A big shout out and thank you to Dave Champion for joining us this evening. Remember, his website is davidchampion.com talking about psychics and talking about his ability and what uh, he does. Ne next week on the program, uh, next Monday night, we're going to be talking with um, Eric M. Twiggs, and we're going to be talking about procrastination because, you know, we all do it, and we got to get over it in some way, shape, or form because I've been scheduling this interview, and I keep putting it off. We No, 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 no. <laughs> It's scheduled for the 16th. Also, a friend of the program, Adriana Gravasconi, was supposed to be on the air last Monday with us. Unfortunately, she was uh, in the hospital due to a, a burn situation she had to deal with. Our big, uh, our, our hearts go out to her. Hope everything's okay. We're going to have her back on when she's able to uh, talk to us. Another big shout out is yesterday I had the opportunity to meet in person. Finally, we've been speaking for over a year now. And I just shared the interview recently with Shelly Bortz from WPXI. A big shout out to Shelly. Had the great opportunity of meeting her yesterday and also meeting her daughter. And I finally, after 30 years in this business, in some way, shape, or form, I finally got to meet Mike Clark. Mike has agreed to be on the program. We're going to schedule that for sometime in late April, early May. And also, just to let you guys know, we're going to be taking the program on the road. That's right. We're leaving the studio. Um, I'm really excited about this because we're going to be talking to people throughout southwestern Pennsylvania from uh, Uniontown to Pittsburgh to all points in between as we uh, talk to them about what's going on in their world. And I'm really looking forward to that. So uh, that will be happening real soon. The first guest I think we're going to have on here is a good friend of mine who does a local cable show. And he basically uh, dedicates it every week to that great performer who passed passed away a few years ago, Chili Billy Cardelli, and uh, Harry Metz is going to be on the program here in the near future. We also are going to have um, a gentleman who's doing a cooperative cleanup in the location where I live in Brownsville, PA. Joe uh, Barantovich will be on the program, and we're going to be talking to him. And again, we're going to be live on location. Once that happens, I'll be sharing that information with you. Uh, we're going to be going here and out, here and there, and everywhere in between. So I'm looking forward to that, and uh, hopefully uh, you'll be able to join us, if not in person but also online. So everybody, thank you very much for joining me this evening. I had a good time. I really did. I enjoyed talking about the psychic, the psychic world and everything like that. And again, if you want to check out David's website, it's davidchampion.com. Again, that's davidchampion.com. And folks, you can check me out at italknet.com. And remember to listen to us every um, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday on WMCK.FM. Guys, I am out of here. You have a great night. We'll talk to you next time here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander.
If you've been a renter, you know it's stressful to find the perfect place. But Zillow Rentals make it easy. They have filters for pretty much everything. So you can find a rental that's big enough for entertaining your friends, but small enough they won't crash all weekend. Find your sweet spot on ZillowRentals.com. Anyone can be ready for back to school. But with Staples Connect, you can be more than ready. Like, I got everything from my classroom and saved a ton ready. We've got more backpacks, more pins, and more supplies than you ever thought possible. So double knot your shoes, gas up the minivan, and smear war paint on your face. Staples has everything you need and more for the new school year. Let's do this. Just visit your nearest Staples store or go to staplesconnect.com for inspiration. Have you guys noticed that you can't go anywhere without seeing designer this or designer that, even designer furniture? On my social feeds and celebrity homes, it's everywhere. Have you seen how expensive these are? Well, if you want the sofa or recliner or bed that broke the internet, you don't have to go broke to get it. Because Designer Looks Furniture has all the same styles and trends, but without the designer prices. Oh, and they're well-made, too. It's the whole package. Check them out. Designer Looks at Value City Furniture or designerlooks.com. You made it. Here. Finally. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of that place you've always wanted to go. You know the one. It's nice. Even the kids like it. This place is so cool. And they never like it. Mom, can we go to the pool? Look at that. Not even asking for the Wi-Fi. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it.